so anyway just a praise report you know feeling good as I'm pressing in uh, following this operation having varicose veins removed from my leg it's day three so just uh, getting through it I had to take painkillers today you know so some of you might think man you must be pretty brave not being able to take painkillers Anyway, the nerve uh, pain and stuff was uh, starting to kick in today, so I'm taking a little bit of pain relief today for that. So keep praying for me, for my leg to get better, um, that we get the victory in Yeshua's name, all black and blue and all the rest of it. Uh, looking forward to unwrapping the bandages tomorrow morning just to see what's really going on. <laughs> Hallelujah. Anyway, before we start, just want to, you know, make sure we keep in the place of prayer as we lift up those who are struggling right now. Um, we've got uh, Haley's dad has been rushed into hospital in London for the second time with COVID, um, with urine infection. So we just lift him up in prayer as well. That's... Uh, the Father will uh, minister to him and bring, uh, you know, healing and uh, transformation to him and salvation as well in Yeshua's name. So we just stand in the gap for those that are facing difficulty in their health, those who are uh, just going through some tough times today. We stand in the gap. Hallelujah. So tonight, you know, we're just going to take a moment to pray and then we're, we're going to talk about Whose word are we keeping as we press in tonight? Father, thank you for this day. We thank you that it's not by might nor by power, but it's by the Ruach HaKodesh. It's by your Spirit. And Father, more than anything, we press in because we want to know you. We want your word to be alive. We want your word to be living in our lives. Father, we talked last night about the hiding place, hiding the word within our hearts. We don't want to be those that harbor sin, but we want to be those who are harboring the word of Yehovah so the word of Yehovah can go out from us and make a difference to this generation. So Father, as we come again today, we come to press in and pray to ask, Father, for wisdom by the Ruach HaKodesh. Father, we need you. We recognize that every single day we need you. And as a community, we need you to uh, be with us, to guide and direct us, to equip us in the presence of your name uh, and your will and your purpose. And we serve a mighty living God who is worthy to be praised. So we rejoice in who you are, Father. And we ask, Father, that you just uh, be with us at this time as we press into the scripture and stand upon the promises that we have found within the Word. I thank you, Father, that we are religious-free, religion-free, or at least that's our aim. Our aim is to get away from religion, man-made religion, and be focused and built up in relationship in the presence of Yehovah. That's our desire, Father, to walk in relationship. So we yield to you tonight, and we just say, have your way within our lives in Yeshua's name. Hallelujah. Praise the name of Yeshua. We've got Cassandra joining with us. Good to see you. We've got uh, Maria in Canada. We've got Brandon as well joining with us. Thanks for joining with us, guys. Good to see you. So, you know, whose word uh, are we keeping? Whose word are we keeping? I was reading in uh, John chapter 14, 
And I just want to read uh, these scriptures because we did talk about the love of Yehovah and the importance of love just the other day. And, you know, we are day 30 out of 40 days as we press in in the midnight hour, as we press in through the night and say, Father, have your way within our lives. And I know you might be watching and it's not the midnight hour for you, wherever you're watching from, but that that's okay. You know, but what we're doing here in the land of Israel, we are pressing in and we're saying, Father, we're not going to let go of you. We want to hold the tzitzi of your garment, Yeshua. We reach out and we pursue you. Father, with all of our heart, with all of our soul, with everything that is within us, we are not going to shrink back. You have called us to pull down strongholds. You have called us to overcome. And if you be for us, who can be against us? And we are convinced of these things. We are, or, or we have a mind that is made up, and we are pressing forward. A made-up mind. That's our statement. That's our stand. A made-up mind for 40 days. It doesn't matter what you try to throw at us, Hasatan. We will break the assignments. We will break through <coughs> in Yeshua's name and see the victory in Yehovah. So we stand upon the promises of a mighty God and we recognize that we are called uh, to keep the word of Elohim. We are called to keep the words of a mighty God. So in John chapter 14, I just want to read a few verses. Um, in verse 23, Yeshua is, is replying, you know, Judas, not Judas Iscariot, verse 22, but Yeho- but Lord, why do you intend to show your why do you intend to show yourself to us and not to the world? Why why are you showing yourself to us and not to the world? And this is Yeshua's response. If anyone loves me, he will obey my teaching. My Father will love him and will come to him and make our, our home with him. He who does not love me will not obey my teaching. These words you hear are not my own. They belong to the Father who sent me. These words... You here are not my own. They belong to the Father who sent me. We are called to be sent. Hallelujah. All this I have spoken while still with you, but the Counselor, the Ruach HaKodesh, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, will teach you all things. Are we sponges today to receive the teaching from the Holy Spirit? Hallelujah. He will teach you all things and will remind you of everything I have said to you. Now, I want to tell you this portion of Scripture. In my childhood, I used to hang this uh, at the bottom of uh, the picture in my mom and dad's house above the fireplace as I would proclaim every morning when I got up, I would proclaim this scripture. But the Counselor, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, will teach you all things and will remind you of everything I have said to you. And I proclaimed this word every day for months after months. And I said, Father, I'm standing on your promises. The Counselor, the Holy Spirit... The Counselor, the Ruach HaKodesh, whom the Father will send in my name. We receive the Holy Spirit. We receive the counsel of the Holy Spirit. So whose word are you keeping? Are you keeping uh, your word or are you keeping 
his word. We are called to receive from him. If you love me, you will obey my teaching. This is what Yeshua is saying. I'm not just preaching to the world. And you know, we have many believers that want to market the principles of the scripture to the world because they know if you apply biblical principles to your life, you're going to bear fruit. But we're not called just to take the principles of the word. We're called to take the counsel of the Ruach HaKodesh. So some of us spend our time trying to work out the precepts and the statutes of Yehovah over developing a deeper relationship with the Holy Spirit. And I want you to have confidence today in how we are keeping the words of Yehovah by the power of the Ruach HaKodesh. Hallelujah. But the counselor, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name will teach you. We are called to be sent. The Father is sending us, but he is sending us the Spirit. Yeshua said, it's better for me to go away so that the Holy Spirit will be sent to you. You cannot live your life in the faith without the Holy Spirit. And how many things do we go through? How many steps do we take in our life where we fail to yield to the counsel of the Holy Spirit? And we've got to challenge ourselves on a daily basis, especially when you're in the place of crisis, especially when the pressure's on. It's so easy just to take hold of the reins yourself and work your way through the situation and the challenges that you are facing and dealing with the principalities and the strongholds of the enemy. I take a lot of time within the day to really press in on how is my yield factor in the Spirit? How am I yielding? And I'm asking the Father, reveal to me the plan of the Spirit. What steps do I need to take from where I am at today? What steps do I need to take for the breakthrough of Yehovah to be established within my life so that I can see his kingdom come and his will done? Not just for my sake, but how do we uh, uh, push the gospel forward in the place of resistance? So what's the enemy here to do? Steal, kill, and destroy. He wants to push you down. He wants to cause resistance against your walk, resistance against the will of Yehovah being fulfilled. And here's the Father. He's placed the counsel of the Holy Spirit within your life so that you can know the wisdom of Yehovah, so you can know how to respond. And listen, sometimes the way of the response of the Spirit is different to to what you think the response should be. Let, let me tell you something. On the basis of timing, in the response to the Spirit, to the timing of of how we think timing should work. Well, I think we are all lifting our hands and saying, yep, you you know, sometimes we struggle with the timing of the breakthrough. We struggle with, you know, how far do we have to press and and why is the Father allowing us to to have to press in for so long? How You know, why have we got to wait 40 days? What is it with these principalities and these assignments of the enemy? Do you recognize that you and I are actively involved in spiritual warfare? 
Or do you think it's just about applying the principles to your life and if you put these principles and precepts in the right place, everything's going to be okay? Well, listen, during the millennial reign, when Hasatan is bound for 1,000 years, let me tell you something, everything's going to be okay. You know, we're not going to have temptations. We're not going to have all these issues that we have to deal with. When the word of Yehovah is spoken, we can rest upon that word and see it come to pass. But the Father has put you on the earth for such a time as this to push against the assignments of Hasatan on this earth. We are called to be world changers and history makers. We are called to make a difference. So we should be expecting resistance to the call of God in our life. We should be expecting resistance to seeing the promises of God fulfilled. Until we get to that place of maturity, until we are in that place where we are complete, we're mature, we're lacking no good thing. Consider it pure joy whenever you face trials of many kinds. We know the testing of our faith develops perseverance. Perseverance has to, it must finish its work so that you and I can be mature and complete, lacking no good thing. This is what we've got to do. You have got to go through the resistance. You have got to learn the steps of what it takes of coming out of Egypt, of coming through the wilderness and having Egypt taken out of us so we can walk into the promised land and into the fullness of the authority of Yehovah to be effective for the king for such a time as this. So don't be put off because of delays. Don't be put off because you think that the timing of God and, and, and his timing through the things that you are praying of are not on your timetable. It's on his timetable. So why do we have to wait? What are we waiting for? You know, look at Jonah's life and the things that he went through. He gets the word of Yehovah and he doesn't want to wait. Uh, to, to go in the right direction with the word. In fact, he wants to take the word of God and take it completely in a different direction from Nineveh. He's off on holiday to the south of Spain. <laughs> you know, what are we doing with the word of Yehovah? Are we taking the word and are we pressing, it, uh, pressing in <laughs> in Yeshua's name for victory? Or are we taking the word and putting it in our backpacks and our rucksacks, as we say in Europe, and heading in the wrong direction. So, you know, whose word are we keeping? You know, what what's the word that we are convinced of? Are we so in tune with the Holy Spirit that when the Holy Spirit is speaking to you, that you are walking in the ways of Yehovah, that you are truly committed to uh, seeing the fulfillment of the word of Yehovah as you press forward in your faith walk, as you press forward. And I want to encourage you, don't take the counsel of the Holy Spirit and go in the wrong direction. As we look at people coming to the revelation of uh, the roots of the faith and coming back to the, the foundations of who we truly are, who our identity is, you know, it will cost you so much to walk the walk. Because so many people want you to succumb to the Christmas spirit. They want you to succumb to the, the, the walk of paganism. And, you know, look, just, just walk this way. Because this is the way everyone else is walking. 
You know, I'll never forget when Haley and I were in Jerusalem. It was during Ramadan, and um, they were all coming out of the the temple, uh, the Temple Mount. Um, uh, and, and they were all coming up towards the Damascus Gate, and there's Haley and I. We're we're going in the wrong direction, and we're just we're we're trying to get through the crowd in the old city of Jerusalem, and the road is you know the the path is so wide, you know, and you've got like twelve people trying to go this way, fifteen people trying to go that way, and you're pressing in, you're pressing in. You've got to get your shoulders in the right place. You've got to push in. Why? Because you're going to meet a people that haven't eaten all day. They're hungry. They've been praying all day. And all they want to do is just get home. And guess what? You're in their way. (laughs) And we've got to press in. And this is what we have to do when we're pressing in in the spirit, when we receive the word of Yahovah, especially when it concerns things like how we live our life, what things we should apply our lives to, and the conformity of this world system, and the conformity of paganism, the conformity of Catholicism. So we don't need to walk in the the Christmas walk. We don't need to walk in these ways. And sometimes you just got to get your shoulders down and say, I'm pressing through this. You know, I'm not going to follow the ways of the world. Why? The counselor, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father has sent, because it says will send, but he has already been sent to us. Hallelujah. He will teach us all things and will remind us of everything that Uh, Yeshua has said to us. So we receive the counsel of the Holy Spirit. So when it comes to the timing, when it comes to where we are, listen, we don't have to become uh, Torah terrorists for those who are following Christmas and, and the feasts at this time of the year in December. Why? Because they don't know any better. They're not uh, walking with an ear to hear. And, you know, what do we see in that verse 22? But, but Lord, why do you intend to show yourself to us and not to the world? So the world's going down this road, but what road are you going down? So how do we handle ourselves in the correct fashion in this time of Christmas, how do we handle ourselves when we don't celebrate Christmas? We choose to follow the biblical feasts of Yahovah. Can we walk with the light of the truth, the light of the gospel, and, and just encourage people? Listen, let's be Bible believers and those who follow the scriptures and follow the leading of the Spirit. Christmas, December 25th, is not in your Bible. It's not the birth time of Yeshua of Nazareth. So if it's not in the Bible, what are we doing following it? And just encourage people to walk in a a different way. You know, what do you do if you're living in a household of division where you have people who are following uh, the Christian ways, those who are following the Hebraic ways? How do we find a place of unity? You know, we can operate in the joy of Yehovah and just say, you know, at this time, even though you might be walking down this Christmas road, as for me, I'm not walking that Christmas road. You know, I can eat dinner with you. I can fellowship with you. You know, you've got some people won't even walk into someone's house if they've got a Christmas tree. I think we can get over that 
here uh, as we are religious free. We don't need to be conformed to the pattern of religion. We can uh, explain that this is not the way we're walking without, uh, you know, becoming bitter and angry and resentful at what's going on around us. So we stand upon the word today and we recognize the importance. If anyone loves me, he will obey my teaching. So just encourage people at this time of Christmas. Listen, if you truly love Yeshua, just obey what he taught. If you truly love Yeshua, there's a road that we have to walk. And if the road we're walking doesn't line up with the scripture, who wants to walk that road anyway? Aren't we uh, desiring to walk a different walk and to see his kingdom come and his will done? You know, so we want to walk in obedience. In Isaiah chapter 1, verse 19, it says, If you are willing and obedient, you shall eat the good of the land. There's something so beautiful about walking in the obedience of a mighty God. There's something so refreshing. So how is this refreshment going to be seen in your life over these next few days, especially for you family, uh, you, you people who have family members who are celebrating Christmas? What does it say in Psalm 23? You prepare a table before me in the midst of my enemies. And I'm not saying your family is your enemy, but I'm saying the spirit of Christmas, the paganism of Christmas is an enemy of the gospel of the kingdom. Yes, it is. And the Father says, I've prepared a table before you in the presence of your enemies. So listen, don't be afraid of conflict, of being different. But, you know, don't be uh, bitter uh, resentful and, you know, hateful because you're experiencing and walking in truth and you see people who are blind recognize, you know what, we need the Holy Spirit to open up their eyes. We need the Holy Spirit to reveal the truth at this time. That's what we need. And we need to trust and rely on the Holy Spirit. We don't have to be God to other people. We have to be uh, taking short accounts of who we are in Messiah. But what is our testimony? Is our testimony that we can sit and we can eat in the midst of a pagan festival and say we are not part of this. I'm not walking with this. I'm walking with Yehovah, but you can't offend me in this. And many people are religiously offended because of their belief systems instead of just proclaiming the blessings of what we see. If you and I are willing and obedient, we will eat the good of the land. Are we willing and obedient? Are we going to uh, come to the place where we stand in the presence of Yehovah? In Luke chapter 6, let's just go there. Matthew, Mark, Luke. I'm a little bit slow tonight just uh, with uh, what's going on in my body. But, you know... The Word is alive. Hallelujah. <clears throat> the Word is alive. Okay, where are we at here? It says in uh, Luke chapter 6, verse 46, Why do you call me Lord, Lord, and do not do what I say? Why do you call me Lord, Lord, and do not do what I say? I will show you 
what he is like who comes to me and hears my words and puts them into practice. He's like a man building a house who dug down deep and laid the foundation on the rock. And when the floods came, the torrents struck that house but could not shake it. And it beca- and because it was well built, it was not going to be shaken. You know, I was just around the, the corner just a couple of months ago there and there was this big house on the street next to us. And, you know, I see it every day walking the dog. Then I, I come around and here's this whole demolition crew in there and all these big, um, you know, ball things smashing this building. They literally, in a day, ripped the entire property <laughs> from... They, they raised it to the ground in, in a day, just smashed that whole thing down. And this is like, you know, a multi-million dollar house. I'm like, wow, you know, why why would they do that? You know, if you don't like your windows, why don't you just change your windows? You know, why have you got to knock your whole house down? Anyway, all the houses around here in Casaria are built on the sand. So we have to have deep foundations uh, to support the properties because, you know, we are in the sandy dunes of Casaria. Hallelujah. Anyway, I spoke to one of the builders just a couple of weeks ago and I said, what's the deal, man? Why why'd you knock the whole house down? And he said the foundations were sinking so bad that there was no way to save the house. The whole house had to be knocked down. But let me tell you something. The house was built on the correct foundations and the correct conditions for, uh, for, for what is required to build in this area. In the house we're in, in the studio we're in here right now, it's got deep foundations all the way to the rock. But let me tell you something. If you don't maintain your property, what's going to happen? You're going to have damage that's going to start seeping in, seeping in, seeping in. And if you just let it go and let it go and let it go, guess what? You're going to have damage that's so deep that means the whole house will have to be knocked down. So we have got to be those who are practicing, obeying the word. We must be like the man who is building a house, who dug down deep and laid the foundations on the rock. When the floods came and the torrent struck, the house could not, or sorry, uh, struck that house but could not shake it because it was well built. But the one who hears my words and does not put them into practice is like the man who built his house on the ground without foundations. The moment the torrent struck uh, that house, it collapsed and its destruction was complete. So even if we proclaim, I've got Yeshua, I'm standing upon the rock, but if you're not maintaining your obedience, if you're not maintaining the practice of following the word of Yahovah. Whose word are you keeping? If you take the word of Yahovah and you go in the wrong direction, what's happening to the foundation? There's damage that's coming. So you might have started off in the right place on the rock, but in reality, you're starting to see damage. And what's the Holy Spirit saying tonight? What are we doing with the word? How are we practicing the word in a non 
religious way? How are we standing upon the word to break through in such a way that we don't have a spirit of offense? Guess what? It's no longer I that live. It's Messiah living in me. So we are dead to ourselves and alive in Messiah. So if you're easily offended, you're not walking in the spirit. You know, if if you if you're getting cheesed off and ticked off and all the rest of it off, <laughs> we've got to comply with what it truly means to yield to the word of Yahovah and to the spirit of a mighty God. And the Father is saying, check your foundations, check how you're applying the word. Why? Because you know, let's just go back and, and read that portion of scripture in verse 37. I will show you, I will show you what he is like who comes to me and hears my words and puts them into practice. So this is what it's talking about. If you're hearing, you want to know if you're on solid ground or not? If you are hearing the word of God and putting it into practice, you are building your house on the rock of Messiah. But if you reject the words of Yahovah, or you take his word, and you take his word in the wrong direction, then what are you doing? You are not building on the rock of Yahovah. So can your foundations shake? Can your foundations be moved? Well, I prayed the prayer 25 years ago. I prayed the, the prayer 10 years ago. I prayed the prayer 50 years ago. Whatever, whenever you prayed and, and surrendered your life to Yeshua. But I want to ask you, where do we stand today when it comes to hearing the word and putting the word into practice? So whose word are you keeping? Are we keeping our word? Are you, are you being convinced by the words uh, and the will of this world system? Are you following the, the words and the practices of religion? And what's the Father saying? I want you to hear my word. This is what Yeshua is speaking here in Luke chapter 6, verse 46 uh, and 47. We have got to do what he says. Don't call me Lord, Lord, and, and don't do what I've called you to do. Don't call me Lord, Lord, and walk in the wrong direction. Don't call me Lord, Lord, and take my word and use it for your own agenda. But let's take hold of the word of Yahovah and apply it for the expansion of the kingdom to bring transformation for this generation. Father, we thank you for your word. We thank you, Father, that you have called us to rise up and recognize that your word is strong. It's not going to come back void. It's going to accomplish that for which it has been sent. Do you believe that today? Do we truly believe that his word will not come back void? Hallelujah. We stand upon the promises of Yahovah. We stand and we recognize that, you know, we are not put out because the patterns of this world uh, are not the same as the patterns of the Scripture, because we have a job to do. Hallelujah. You can't be unemployed in the kingdom. <laughs> Why? Because there's so much work to do. Hallelujah. We are ambassadors of a mighty God. We have got a call over our lives. We've got a job to do. So let's be those who are pursuing the call of Yehovah 
over our life. In 2 Corinthians chapter 10, I just want to read a few, a few verses there that uh, uh, Paul shares with us. Verse 1, By the meekness and gentleness of Messiah, I appeal to you, I, Paul, who am timid when face to face with you, but bold when away. You know, what an incredible statement. You know, we talked about that the other day about coming in fear and trembling, uh, you know, not with uh, clever words. And you're like, wait a second, Paul, look at what you write. Man, I'm telling you what, the wisdom of Paul is insane. It's incredible. The revelation that Paul is delivered. But, but how does he see himself in the midst of all of it when he compares himself to what he has gone through, when he compares himself to the persecution the early believers, when he compares his weaknesses and his uh, his failings and his redemption, the transformation that took place within his life, what what happened? He went from a position in religion of pride to a position of humility and meekness. God opposes the pride but gives grace to the humble. So even though you know, he, he knows so much. He recognizes that it's so important that he walks in meekness and gentleness in Messiah and that he brings an appeal from that basis. And that's the basis I'm asking you to walk with those around you who are walking in Christmas. Can we walk in meekness and gentleness? You know, can we minister the love of Yehovah without this arrogant, prideful, religious stand? Because there's so many people in the Hebraic walk and that's all they've got to offer right now. It's just prideful religion. And we don't want to walk in that way. Verse 1, by the meekness and gentleness of Messiah, I appeal to you. I, Paul, who am timid when face to face with you, but bold when away, I beg you that when I come, I may not have to be as bold as I expect to be towards some people who think that we live by the standards of this world. For though we live in the world, we do not wage war as the world does. This is such an important message tonight. Verse 4, the weapons we fight with are not the weapons of the world. On the contrary, we have divine power to the demolishing of strongholds. We demolish arguments and every pretension that sets itself up against the knowledge of Elohim. And we take captive every thought to make it obedient to Messiah. And we will be ready to punish every act of disobedience once your obedience is complete. Hallelujah. So what do we do? We take the thoughts captive and we make them obedient to the Messiah. Hallelujah. We demolish arguments and every pretension that sets itself up against the knowledge of Elohim. Thank you, Father. The weapons we fight with are not the weapons of the world. On the contrary, they have the on the contrary, they have divine power to demolish strongholds. 
Are you equipped with the weapons of the Holy Spirit? Do you have the word of Yehovah within your heart in the hiding place? We want the, the word of Yehovah to be stored up within our hearts as we talked last night. If you're harboring sin, you are resisting and coming against the word. And we want to receive the word obey the word, walk with the word, and recognize that we are not fighting with the weapons of this world, but we are using the the, the powerful weapons in the supernatural. We have divine power to demolish strongholds. Over these 40 days, we're demolishing the strongholds of the spirit of delay over bulldozer faith, over the ministry, over the works we're doing here in the land of Israel. We come against the principalities and the, the strongholds of this region and we pull you down in Yeshua's name and we proclaim that the name of Yeshua HaMashiach will be lifted high in the land of Israel and in the nations. We come against the strongholds that seek to wear out the saints. We come against the strongholds that seek to bring the uh, uh, abnormal delays from the promises of Yehovah being fulfilled. No, we are a people who are set. Our mind is set. Our mind is made up. A made-up mind. <laughs> 600 ways to say it. We have a made-up mind and we are focused in the presence of Yehovah. So don't shrink back here at day 30 when we've just got 10 more days to go. You might be thinking, 30 days, man, I'm worn out already. Can't we just get to 40? Can't we just get all the answers right now? Why is it the Father's going to take us all the way to the 40th day? That's what's going to happen. You know, the Father, he's never late, but he's never early either. He's going to press in. I'm so blessed and encouraged with the work that he is doing in my life on this journey. 30 days. As I look back at this last 30 days and I look at the blessings, as I look at the breakthroughs that are forming, as I look at what the Father is doing, he is delivering us. He is taking us forward. Hallelujah. The wisdom of Yehovah is being revealed. I am not the same. I am washed with the blood of Yeshua. I know the power of what it takes to uh, to pull down strongholds. In John chapter 8, verse 36, we read this um, the other day. If the Son sets you free, you will be free indeed. We read it yesterday. If the Son sets you free, you'll be free indeed. Are you walking in the freedom Oh, no, brother, I'm not walking in the freedom. I'm under this challenge. I'm under this. Let me tell you something. You can walk in the freedom even when you're under the challenges of the enemy. Even when you are, you could be faced with persecution. You could be faced with imprisonment. But guess what? That we are walking in the freedom of the Son of Yehovah. So they can bind you. They can do what they want in this fleshly realm. But who are you in the Spirit? Are you walking in the freedom in the Ruach HaKodesh? Yes, we stand firm. We stand firm in the promises of a mighty God. 
Oh, thank you, Father. If you're blessed and encouraged with the word, just put your thumbs up. If you're listening on YouTube, thanks for joining with us on YouTube and just give us some thumbs up there. It helps share. And listen, if you're on uh, Facebook, hit the thumbs up and just uh, bring encouragement to other people if this word is speaking to you. I want us to be ever-changing. I want us to get to that place where we're going from glory to glory. And what was the verse I shared with you uh, just a minute ago? God opposes the proud but gives grace to the humble. And always when you're facing that religious spirit at these times when Christianity is walking in a way that is contrary to the scripture, it's so easy to stand in the place of pridefulness and deliver a message of abuse against those who don't know any better. They don't understand. They don't know. Instead, if we can recognize that if we are humble before Yahovah, we can bring the words of truth that will bring deliverance. Do you believe that the word of God is powerful? Do you believe that when the word of God is spoken, that those who are uh, supposed to be walking with God will have ears to hear and can wake up to the truth even on this day. Who are you going to serve? Whose words are you going to believe? Are you going to walk in your way? Are you going to walk in his way? Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. So it says in First um, Peter chapter 5, verse uh, 5, Young men, In the same way, be submissive to those who are older. All of you, clothe yourselves with humility towards one another because Elohim opposes the proud but gives grace to the humble. Humble yourselves, therefore, under Elohim's mighty hand that he may lift you up in due time. Cast your anxiety on him because he cares for you. Be self-controlled. And alert your enemy, the devil, prowls around uh, like a, a roaring lion looking for someone to devour. Resist him. Stand firm in the faith because you know that your brothers throughout the world are undergoing the same kind of suffering. And the Elohim of all grace, who called you to his eternal glory in Messiah, after you have suffered a little while, will himself restore you and make you strong, firm, and steadfast. To him be the power forever and ever. Amen. We stand upon the promises, recognizing that even in the midst of difficulty, even in the midst of the trial, I am free. I'm walking in the freedom of Yehovah. The Father is saying, will we move in meekness? Will we move in gentleness? Will we take the word and, and, and walk against the flow with the word of Yehovah? And, and just embrace those around us and, and let's bring the truth at such a time as this to bring transformation you know, you can't, you know, you, you, we're not called to be abusive. Abusers, we're not called to beat people up and smash their faces because they don't believe the things that we believe. But we're called to use the weapons of the spiritual realm and not the weapons of this world. We have divine power for the pulling down of strongholds. 
We can demolish arguments. Do you believe that? We can get to a place where people are screaming out in arguments and we can bring them to a place of the knowledge of Elohim. This is the hour for us to experience the victory in Yahovah. And whose word are we keeping? That's my question to every one of us tonight. Whose word are we keeping? Are we keeping the word of Yahovah? Or are we keeping the words of others that are around us because we just want to conform with them? Are we keeping our word? Are you taking the word of Yahovah and walking in the wrong direction? Maybe the Father's going to shake you up like Jonah, throw you overboard, swallow you with a whale, take you all the way back to where you began and say, come on, take my word forward. Take my word forward in the right di direction. Whose word are we keeping? As for me, and as for us, and I hope this is our prayer, we're going to keep the word of Yahovah. We're going to walk in the word of Yahovah. We're going to walk in the promises of a mighty God and proclaim his victory. Thank you, Father. Well, I think that's just what we've got to share tonight. I just feel that's the word that the Father has placed on my heart. I'm encouraged. I'm strengthened. I'm also exhausted with uh, everything I'm going through in the health right now. But, you know, even in the midst of all of this, I rejoice and give glory to Almighty God. He is able to carry me through. I speak supernatural restoration, healing over my body in Yeshua's name. And we stand upon the promises of Yehovah and we intercede on behalf of others. You know, are, are you praying in the gap on behalf of others? Are we spending time each day praying and interceding for the needs of others? Or is our, is our day just so filled with ourselves? Come on, we've got to carve out a whole portion of our day that we spend devoted to ministering to the needs of others. So receive the word today, apply the word to your life today and let's find a way that we are not walking in selfishness in uh, this walk in Yehovah. Let's find a way that we are walking in the ways of Yehovah to serve his purpose, to serve the will of Yehovah for such a time as this. Listen, if you're blessed and encouraged with the word today, I want to encourage you to write to me, kenny at bulldozerfaith.com. We are putting together uh, our end of year report and testimonies of what the Father's doing. If you've been blessed by the ministry, if you've been blessed by our devotion time and the, our times of fellowship, our Zoom calls that we do each week, then I want to encourage you, write your testimony out, send it to us, and we're going to share it on our new website. We're going to share it uh, on our end of year report on what the Father is doing in the ministry. This has been an incredible year. This has been a difficult year. This has been a pressing year where it looks like, how do we even get through this year? But by the grace of Yehovah, by the time we get to the 2nd of January, we proclaim the victory. We proclaim that this ministry will be debt-free. This ministry will be financed for the purpose of Yehovah to train, equip, and release those uh, who want to teach, who want to minister, who want to make a difference for the kingdom, that we will raise people up in evangelism 
that we will do more in outreach, that we will bring uh, deliverance and salvation here in the land of Israel and around the world. My God is faithful. He is worthy. <laughs> he is amazing. And I bless his name. I'm not uh, put back because of where we are in the midst of what we face today. No, this is just a holy setup for the glory of God to manifest. And if you want to be part of the miracle, if you want to be part of the blessing of what it truly means to see uh, deliverance and transformation in the, in the lives of others, then you can go to bulldozerfaith.com forward slash give and you can uh, pledge, you can uh, give monthly, you can give a one-time donation. You know, we've still got a way to go in the next 10 days uh, financially for the ministry here in the land. We still have the lights on. We're still pressing forward. But let me tell you something. We need a miraculous miracle. We need a financial breakthrough. If you want to uh, sow a special seed into the ministry, you can do that right now by going to our website. You can give on uh, you know, with PayPal, you can give uh, by credit card, you can send uh, checks in the mail as well to our address in the UK, also in uh, the USA. You can do stand and order direct to our bank accounts. If you're uh, watching from uh, um, Australia, uh, New Zealand, South America, these places, we have special accounts that we have set up with TransferWise contact us and we can tell you how you can give in those currencies so that we uh, don't have to go through a few currency changes to put resources into Israel. It's a new system that we've just put in in the last week so that um, we don't see dilution of uh, currency um, uh, exchange uh, payments uh, so we get more money into the land of Israel and into the work that we're doing here in the ministry. All right, well, thanks for watching. Thanks for standing with us. And we will keep standing for you. We will keep praying. Just lift up the Lachance family again today. And we just proclaim over their door supernatural healing. We say to this COVID, get off our life right now in Yeshua's name. We speak protection over her organs right now for Solomon. Father, for his uh, uh, heart uh, issues, we say you have no heart issues in Yeshua's name. By his stripes, you are healed. Over Haley's dad, over COVID, uh, we break it off your body right now. May you have uh, a revelation of who the Messiah is. I speak salvation over uh, Haley's dad right now in London in Yeshua's name. May the Holy Spirit reveal himself to his life right now and i appreciate you praying uh, for that uh, to come to pass over our family members that are not yet saved that are not walking in the ways of yahovah so be blessed and encouraged give glory to yahovah let's walk together let's make a difference together let's serve together and uh, don't forget sunday we're going to be uh, uh, hosting the zoom call uh, on our crossing point community so that we can connect, that we can share with each other. Listen, we need each other. We need the interaction, the encouragement. You're not called to walk alone and together we can make a difference. So I appreciate every single one of you. 
in our life. I appreciate uh, the opportunity to minister into your lives, into your families. What a blessing it is to share the gospel from the land of of Israel to the ends of the earth. Until tomorrow, shalom, shalom.